Hi, this is Sean. And I'm Lev. And welcome to Case Closed. Question mark. single one of you for bringing us to 303 <laughs> listens. That's awesome, guys. I mean, we're, we're floored. I mean, it, it's... You guys are probably so tired of us saying yeah. stuff about listens. We're just... I, I promise once we get to like 500... We'll stop talking about we won't it. Say anything, <laughs> we won't say anything until we get to 1,000. Right, right. Um, but for us, it's still... I know it was like a broken record... Yeah. We say this every single time we talk about this, but we didn't think we were going to no. get this type of response. I'm super excited, uh, guys. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're getting enough people. We Obviously, the first one's been up longer, so it's got the most views. Right. But views. at the they're, same time. They're t- watching our podcast. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> same deal, you know. But uh, it uh, it's obviously been up a little longer, so a lot right. more people are listening to it, but there's a lot of consistency along the line that we see and we're excited yeah. about that i mean we would love to hear feedback i say that all the time too real, but yeah. i would love to talk to you and flim would love to talk to you as well <laughs> i hope you can hear his huffs in the background he's yeah real. he's uh he's enjoying himself as he's he real talkative tonight with his huffs yeah he's he's a little he's a little angsty tonight we're not sure what's up but uh uh tonight we're bringing to you a case that I have absolutely no idea about because I am uh, so excited. Liv decided to uh, keep it a secret while I was editing uh, the podcast. For, for the, his first time. Yeah. I was so proud of him. It only took me like three hours. Yeah, well, you know. You know. To it edit takes the, me a long To time edit too. the easiest podcast that we did so far. <laughs> um, I'm just, but, I just wanted you to learn. Yeah. Uh, just so that like when I decide I don't feel like it, like. Was it last night that you edited it? Yeah, um, it was last yeah. Night. So um, when we get to those stages, I can just yeah. Um, well, while I was editing uh, <laughs> the ghost stories and faith update uh, episode, there, uh, Liv was next to me researching uh, a couple cases, and uh, she was preparing for this next case. And I and I decided he was not going to know because I wanted his genuine reaction to this story. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's but, nothing terribly gory. Uh, well, I mean, that, that doesn't really affect me. I'm just... Uh, well, oh, really I know. I'm just telling our, our listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, everybody should be fine. This is very, very PG. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Not sure where this is going. I love giving you a little tidbit. Are you ready? Sure. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Okay. So, the only hint I've given him so far is that... I kind of wish I would have saved this case to do it with Trav and I's, which I'm sure they're listening because they told me they're listening. And if you are, I'm super, like, sorry about this. We, we're, when we collab, I'll talk about it again, but we'll talk about something different. Trav and I has went on a ghost tour together in Charleston. I've done a couple since then. and we've done, I think we've done two or three together, correct me if I'm wrong, boys. Um, and... One story that is consistent on every Charleston ghost tour I think you'll ever take in the entire city ever 
is about the first female serial killer, hmm. hanged in Charleston. Interesting. Her name is Lavinia Fisher. Sounds familiar. Sounds like oddly familiar. I don't know why. It's because I told you the story before, but I didn't want to tell you the whole thing. Okay. I, like, I told you this before and decided this was going to be a case I've covered. Okay. Okay. So, Lavinia and John Fisher owned a bed and breakfast of sorts right outside of Charleston. And um, for our non-U.S. listeners, Charleston is a very old city (laughs) on the coast. Um, There's a lot of history there. That's way too much to get into. Um, Look it up. Um, A lot of Civil War battles and uh, Fort Sumter mm -hmm. being right off the coast there. Uh, So definitely a lot of death, a lot of... A lot of stuff that happened there. Yeah, a very, very uh, tumultuous place to be back in the day. Oh, yeah, and it was definitely not what it is now. Now it's very touristy, it's very safe, it's one of those places that, like, everybody wants, you need to visit once in your life, Um, but back in the day, it was very, it was full of pirates and gangs and all kinds of things that were just not great, but which makes the city super cool. So, that being said, travelers had to use a street called Meeting Street Road, which kind of ran, um, Charleston used to have a, a wall around it, so it would run to the walls so you can get into the city, um, to, to then get to the ports and the ships, or, and then to come out, you had to kind of use the same street. I believe that there was one more exit, because I, you know, that couldn't have been the only way in and out, um, right. based, but... You know, based off the ghost stories and tours that I've done there, they say it's one road. And in my research, it's like it could have been one of a couple. So <laughs> it doesn't really like. It obviously makes it a little more interesting when they throw out there like there's only one way in and right. one way out. <laughs> Pretty much, Meeting Street was definitely the most used by travelers because it was quote unquote the safest, um, and there were a lot of bed and breakfast of types along this this stretch of land um because that's kind of they knew that's where they would get their money Mm -hmm. so they owned the six mile house there was a four mile house and a five mile house that was a thing you know they just had a couple different was eight mile house owned by the ancestors of uh marshall madams not to my knowledge but i really this is i love you (laughs) you're my favorite human okay um so I wrote a script and everything, and now I'm just, okay. Lavinia, with her long, dark hair, was often the center of attention, and town people were very jealous of her, especially women. They were, they thought she was just gorgeous, and they didn't understand why she kept getting her way, and where her money was coming from, because they owned this little bed and breakfast type deal. You know, this is a little, almost motel, but, you know. And they did not like Lavinia. They said she was kind of a little bit, a little, a little snobbish. Um, they just, they didn't like it. And they didn't understand why her poor, sweet, dumb husband was still with her. They just, they knew he was getting played and didn't understand why he stayed with her. But he was real dumb. So, they owned the house together and Lavinia, being the, the hostess that she was, would make oleander tea for her guests. Do you know what oleander is? It's, I mean, like, I I know that it is a tea. I've never had it before. <laughs> like, this I don't poisonous. know anything about it. 
Um, that's good to know. Good thing it's good thing I know it's poisonous now. <laughs> Oleander, it, it, it's a flower, but it okay. it grows in South Carolina naturally, or it did. I think for the most part they've pretty much eradicated most plants of oleander because if you, it, it's kind. Of, my husband's a northerner, and I'm yeah. from the south. You don't drink the tea unless you know where it comes from. Mm. Have you never heard that? No, that's definitely a saying that only happens down okay, here. Okay, well, because oleander. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And you will die um, from oleander. Good to know. Yeah. So, yeah, so she would make oleander tea for her guests, and they would either pass out and then pass away, or pass away and, you know, there was... Oleander, I mean, you can, if you had small amounts, I mean, I guess it would just put you in a coma, mm-hmm. but it, you, I guess you could mess up with oleander, it'd be mm-hmm. very hard to, though. And do, it, do, like, does, is it something that has a, like a, like a scent, or is it, what is just, it, like? I mean, she's made oleander tea, and people wouldn't know what oleander was, necessarily, especially, like, I mean, that's, you do know that that's how, in the Civil War, a lot of southern women killed the soldiers, right? No. Oh. I've literally never heard of this tea. Really? Before. Honestly, like I mean, okay. I'm, well, here's a history lesson for you. When the fact were... that I have a father who literally was obsessed with anything like like World War Two, Civil War, things like that. I mean, I can't tell you the number of the number of times wow. that we've watched the Ken Burns series, uh, but I've you never heard. Well, and here's a quick history lesson for everybody listening now. Um, in the Civil War specifically, they, the Southern women, when their houses would get ambushed by um, Yankee soldiers or you know the Northerns or whatever, um, when they would come in, the women, in an attempt to serve their country, would serve these men oleander tea, and obviously didn't work on all you know everybody <laughs> um, because. Not everybody in the South had access to Oleander, but yeah, that for real, they, they, when they were given the opportunity and they weren't, you know, a lot of times they would come in and their houses would be sieged, but they wouldn't necessarily be killed. So that's when they would make tea for the yeah. two of the soldiers, almost as like a you do as you do as I say, and they make Oleander tea and they all just kill over. Interesting. Yeah, so the Oleander tea. Um. So then after after Lavinia. Oh, and her husband's name is John. I don't think I said that. Lavinia and John. When the when the you know traveler would you know kill her, they would rob him and then dispose of the bodies. And then it was said that there was a trap door in. I, I'm assuming what the living room type situation would be, or like sitting room or whatever that entry room was. It would be a trap door to under the house. So, like, almost like a crawl space type, okay. type deal. So, there was said to be 20 to 30 men, upwards of 100. They don't really know. You know, this mm. story kind of gets really big. Well, the story goes on to say that Lavinia was having none of her arrests when she was arrested. The, there, was a, um, there was a mob that came to her house that included the sheriff, and they were getting her and her husband, and they, they figured out, because all these travelers were going missing, right? Um, so they get arrested, and she immediately blamed John for everything. Everything. She said, you made me do it. And John, being the dumb, sweet John that he was, said, oh, I did it. She didn't do it. She, don't hang her. Hmm. Um, That's a lot, he was, folks. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, he really hoped that he would, like, save her life in this way. But, however, on February 18th in 1820, so 200 years ago, both of the Fishers were to be hanged. Whips they were. And in the months leading up to her death, she was determined to make everyone around her miserable. She demanded to be put in solitary at the top of the jail, where if you walk the streets, and you can walk them at night still, and that this jail still stands. You can, you can see it. Um, the do ghost tours there, and you'll hear the, the versions of the story. Um, but there is... It's like a second story. There's multiple stories to this to this jail, but in the upper stories, it almost looks like a tower. Um, but it's not really one because it's a couple of. It's not just one room, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's a little bit more. I don't know how to. I don't know how to describe it. Just just Google it. The Charleston Jail. Um, and she was put up there where she was chained to the wall, and she would sleep all day, to then scream all night long and kept the whole city awake because she was angry at them like how dare you arrest her and she is said to be I mean just vile in prison and when it came time for her to be hung her last words can you guess what they might be Her last words were, if you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me and I'll carry it for you. Nice. There's also another version of this story um, that kind of changes what she says. That says, if you have a message you want me to give to the devil, give it to me because I will see him in five minutes. Mm. And in exactly five minutes, her body stopped twitching. Well, at least she knew where she was going. Right. So, what do you think of this so far? Um, it's definitely uh, interesting. Um, I've gotten a nice lesson on tea <laughs> um, and uh, uh, how to, uh, you know, not be an idiot. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a, a weird one so far. Um, I mean, obviously, back then Charleston was a lot smaller of a city. Right. So the idea of her keeping an entire city up is interesting to me, but obviously, yeah, back then it probably was a lot smaller. So would you believe me if I said none of it was true? What? <laughs> so Lavinia and John did exist, and, you know, one thing I've got to give to Charleston is how beautifully they keep stories running, and how legends can kind of just turn into this. I wish you guys could see the look he's giving me right now. I think he's real mad at me. Uh, it's it's not true. Um, they are, Charleston natives are really, really good at telling stories about Charleston. And they're really, really good about keeping them alive and keeping what they want the focus. Okay. Okay. So here's the real story about Lavinia uh, and John. They were not ever charged with murder. They were, they were, they were hanged, and they, you know that that did happen. Um, actually, they were initially charged with assault with the intent to murder, but that charge was ultimately changed to highway robbery. But they were never actually convicted of highway robbery. They were convicted of assault with intent to murder. It didn't really matter because <laughs> both were capital offenses at the time. So their punishment would have been the same, kind of regardless of which charge was on the books. Right. 
unlike what we have um, expected from the stories that the the Charlinians or whatever they want to be called. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know. You know, you remember what I said about the twenty to thirty or maybe a hundred people under their house? Yeah. Only two bodies were ever found on their property. On their property at the Six Mile House. Okay. There was one freshly dug grave that was found of a white male who had been shot to death around the time that the sheriff and the lynch mob raided the house the day of the arrest. So we don't know if it was a gang member who was shot in the raid or if he was a victim of a robbery. We don't we don't know about right. him. Next to his body were the remains of a young African woman, African American woman who had been deceased for at least two years, and her grave was unmarked. So I'm assuming this is probably at this at this point in time probably a slave that probably had passed away, and they buried her. I can't find where that would that that's not that's never been argued, and of course nobody knows who she is. But mm-hmm. just giving the time period and where they were, Charleston um, Market, which was a I mean, that market still stands to this day was where they, one of the biggest places on the East Coast to trade slaves. People would go to the Charleston market to do that. So, they're not very far from there. They're literally within, like, two miles from there. It would not shock me if she was a young slave girl. Right. That they didn't know what else to do with, pretty much. There was no tea. There was not a cellar full of skeletons. None of that was true. The jail, this is a really creepy part of the story, though. The jail was built on a plot of land dedicated to burying slaves, vagrants, they, they just any anybody who they deemed not people. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, that was, they just built it on top of this ground. The jail was meant to hold 130 people, but more than likely had, you know, 300 plus in there at a time. This place was awful 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 the windows didn't have weren't real windows they were just bars so it didn't keep out cold or heat or crawly things not insects not mice not anything whippings beatings physical and sexual assault were very common in this jail not that they weren't in other jails as well especially in this time period but this this one was kind of known for how awful they were they were also not separated by gender and so many people would die there, either from suicide or from dying of the conditions or from other inmates, that they had a whole section right. that was dedicated to building co- coffins, that the, de- the people who were in there for debt would make coffins. Right. Um, I mean, it was, just, it was just awful. So they were there um, for about a year before they were ultimately hanged. What's... I'm trying to say, I'm trying to stop saying interesting, but I can't help it. So what's interesting is 10 other people were arrested the same day that Lavinia and John were arrested. They were all arrested for the same assault that took place that day. Lavinia and John, man named William Hayward, were the only people to pay with their lives. So the other seven lived. And to my knowledge, was probably released from prison at some point. Um, the Fisher shared one single solitary cell together, uh, separate from the general public, which probably kept them safer for longer. Lavinia pled with the guards to have them move to a less secure area on the upper level. So that part of the story is semi-true. She did get the upper level that she wanted. Once they were moved, John 
befriended another inmate who then helped him create a hole under the window. And, and on September 13th, 1819, they lowered themselves down and knotted uh, blankets together and got out. Uh, the first man got down fine. As John's getting down, he slipped. And I believe the thing either broke, but it, somehow Lavinia wasn't able to get out. And John wasn't going to leave her. So he goes not very far into the woods and they kind of just stick around how we're going to get her out. I don't know. And then the next day they were recaptured and sent back to prison because they did not get the heck out of there. <laughs> In January of 1820, the Fishers were not granted the new trial that they thought they were going to get. And they were set to hang the next month. The charges were for an assault on a trader who had stopped at Six Mile House. So I'm assuming that he survived and lived to tell the tale of what happened. Right, yeah. Um, and originally they were to be hanged on February 4th, but the governor pushed it back into the 18th because he wanted to give the Fishers time to make peace with God. That was a direct quote. Mm. So um, John went willingly to be hanged. Um, and at the very last minute, Lavinia resisted. She 100% believed that the governor would pardon her because she was a woman. And she was not going to be the first one to hang. Like, that wasn't going to be a thing. But she was dragged to the stand where she proclaimed that she, she was yelling that she was innocent. She was begging the people in the crowd for mercy. Then she cursed a whole bunch and stomped her feet a bunch and damned the governor. John begged for her to make peace with what was happening, but she was like, I will not. You cannot make me. <laughs> and Lavinia, I guess, either out of the corner of her eye or kind of in front of her, saw the sheriff like, open a piece of paper, and she like jumped for joy because she thought she was getting pardoned. She thought that paper was a pardon for her. And he told her, that's not what's happening, honey. You're getting hanged. <laughs> um, and so she did eventually make peace in her final moments. So... And the caps were placed over their their head, and they were they they were hanged. Lavinia went without even making a noise on her phone at all. But her husband did struggle on the noose, um, which is probably where the story comes from about her. You know, they some some of the legends say that she cheated the executioner by hanging herself. That she jumped and did that. Mm -hmm. So I think some of the folklore comes from that where she was super excited and people saw her jump and you know people used to go and you know this used to be a fair public yeah. executions were the thing to do they would make coins and all kinds of things for that day they were so excited and people would give out flyers and sell food and I mean there would be vendors and there would be all these things um so I am not shocked that the story changed so much right but how are you feeling now I feel like that there's no way that that's the end to the story. Why? Because you don't trust me anymore? I just don't. I just I just don't think that that's it. I feel like something else is about to happen. I feel like this is like an M. Night Shyamalan movie here. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to find out, you know, that they've been dead the whole time and they never existed. Well, they did exist. Okay. Um, But, don't worry about me, sir. <laughs> Here's my question. Were there deaths part of a political cover-up. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm so confused. You're guys. never letting me do another case again, are you? <laughs> Not a secretive one. 
this isn't that secretive. There's books written about this. It's not, it, this is not really a secret. It's actually kind of a known fact um, at this point. So at the time, Governor John um, Gedded, I think was his last name. I don't know. Um, he wanted the land where the Six Mile House was on for a naval base so that he could show that land to President James Monroe when he came into town because they needed a naval base at that, like, right now. <laughs> this is where they're going to put it, and this is really close to the shore, and that's what they're going to do. Um, and the Charleston Naval Hospital in North Charleston sits on the exact same land that the Six Mile House once stood, so they did get their way. They did get that land, but was it a cover-up, or did they get charged with a crime that they really did commit? What do you think? I mean, I I don't even know. Like honestly, <laughs> like to, like I can't tell what is like what I can't tell what's real and what's not, and I can't. I don't know. You have any questions? questions right now. I'm, I'm just a little confused. Okay, how can I explain better? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if anything that you could have explained, you could have explained it any better than what you did, but I'm just, I'm just kind of confused as to where there was, there's just so much <laughs> in this story that, you Did know. we unpack it one more time? Uh, no, I, well, yeah. Like, well, first of all, the, like the whole the whole tea thing, and then, and the, you know, like, that that's a thing. Are you your mind still blown about the Oleander tea? Yeah, I mean, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. Um, or I just thought maybe it was, like, a real herbal tea that, you know, was old and nobody ever really, you know, used it anymore. Well, I mean, I guess that's actually true. <laughs> but I think I'm just confused. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a legend. Yes. Where a very beautiful dark-headed woman. Yes, I got that. I got all. I got all that. <laughs> it turns a, out she wasn't. And it's just so funny to me that it the would, government got her land. An entire city is like in on the whole <laughs> yeah. fix, basically. Yeah, it's so crazy. I, I. That's what made me decide that we're doing this. Case. I thought about it when you were editing, and I was like, huh, well, let's just talk about Lavinia, because we were talking about ghost stories before, and I want to know her true story. One of the first thing that pops up is, she ain't a real serial killer. And I was like, what? So I click on it, and find all this mess, that it's not real. <laughs> so, so wait, going into this, you thought, like, when you started I doing thought it was this, real. You I thought, thought she was, was a serial killer. I have went on numerous ghost tours where they tell the story, mm -hmm. and I 100% believed it was real. Hmm. Because I'm gullible, apparently. There's whole books about it. But then, I found other things. So, now I don't believe that she was serial killer anymore. Oh, okay. What are you looking up? I was looking up who the governor of, uh, of South Carolina was at that time. Okay, cool. So you can help me with the name. But I'm having trouble. G E D D E D. Finding. I don't know why I'm not finding it. Like. I don't know. Weird. I'll link the the sources. The governor. If I'm wrong about his name, whatever. But he was, there was a governor at that time because Lavinia did curse his name. 
But yeah, there are actual like news clippings from. Oh yeah, John Geddes. There you go. Yeah. Okay, I found it. Okay. Yeah, he was in office. He was um, he was in office from uh, eighteen eighteen to uh, eighteen twenty. Cool. Uh, he was succeeded by um, Thomas Mandel. Cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I really, and any Southerners listening, let's let's talk because I anybody's went to Charleston has heard the story. This is something that they tell at every ghost story. Lavinia is somebody that they really have profited from. I mean, honestly, yeah. like from even from men. I mean, there was news clippings about her death and. It's because hanging a woman was so rare, and at that time, I believe she was the first in Charleston, mm. and I don't remember if it was the first in America. I feel like that's wrong. I feel like there were more because of the witch hangings and witch trials and stuff, yeah, but, I I, but I think the first in Charleston was Lavinia, and she is still kind of named by some people as America's first female serial killer. Right. But she's not. It's just so weird. Like, I mean... Ghosts, like people, <laughs> I don't want to name like actual entities, but have went to Charleston to talk to Lavinia. I'm using air quotes here, and have said that she has said that she there, there was 26 and the Oleander T did it, and this is, but no, there were no bodies. <laughs> there were two, and yeah. one of them could have been killed by the mob that was there to arrest her. Right. And while assault on a person is not great. And that doesn't look good for her. She wasn't a mass murderer. Right. She didn't... I think the wild thing to me is that back then, um, like, assault... Yeah. Or, like, highway robbery and was stuff like that, offense. like, is the same thing as, like, murdering, like... Yeah. Like, they didn't 40 care. people. I mean, that's... I don't, I don't doubt she probably robbed from some of her travel. I think that was very common for these places, and the travelers knew that. Right. And when you're stuck, especially in Charleston, it was kind of hard to get in and out of. Yeah. Which is what made it so good for, you know, a military base. Right. Um, but, you know, I I think that they, anybody traveling there kind of knew that, that if you didn't stay in the town, a, a reputable place, you probably had a, a chance of getting stolen from. So I don't doubt that that probably happened. But, you know, let's talk about the 10 other men, you know, that were arrested. She's the only female that was arrested, mm-hmm. and, you know, most of the stories say it was just her and John's house that they had together, and they did this together. There's no other man in there. You know, that the, um, William, who also died with mm-hmm. them, you know, that's, not with them, he, he was tried later, and then, and then hanged, but he also owned that house with them. Mm-hmm. So, it's that they bought that house, William Hayward. That they bought the house together to then have a business. Right. And the way I kind of see this working, if this is the true story about it being kind of this conspiracy to get their land, which I wouldn't honestly be shocked because it doesn't seem like Lavinia and John and William were the best of people um, Mm -hmm. from what I've read. You know, nobody really thought highly of them. It was probably a mob-type issue where... They had this house, and there's ten other people, or I guess nine other people, not including William, that are, you know, in on this big scheme, either with, 
maybe they maybe those are the people that owned all those houses right there mm-hmm. and maybe they were all in contact they probably were all in contact because they're a mile apart you know each one getting closer to the city they probably did rely on each other a lot for information at that time so you know i wouldn't shock me if it was all of them that yeah. you know the military kind of decided well this is a great land and they're not so great people let's catch them on something so when they were raided it wouldn't have been hard for somebody to go, they assaulted me, knowing that's a capital offense. Right. So that that doesn't seem like a very implausible situation, is that, and maybe they did assault somebody when they tried to rob them, but, you know, does that mean that they should have been hanged? And their property seized? <laughs> Let you be the judge of that. Right. Because ultimately, the, the government did get their land. Yeah, it's true. Or it could just be that they fell into some wrong people. I just don't understand either why, like, they never got charged with assault. They got charged with highway robbery. Right. So they go to trial for assault, but aren't charged with that. That's not why they were hanged. Right. Yeah, that's weird. It was changed for what? Yeah. So. I don't really know where to go. I mean, that's a that's a that's a a weird one. I was really excited to tell you too. Oh yeah, I can tell. Um, it's I mean, honestly, I, I it's interesting because I mean, when you're looking at it from the perspective of true crime, you got to try and figure out where is the crime in this, right? Like, is it is the crime that you know they assaulted people or maybe killed people? Or is the crime what, you know, the government taking their land and seizing their land oh, illegal? It's also interesting, too, that, like, we can go back that far and look right. at, like, sheriffs and go, hmm. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean. It's, <laughs> what, what's going on here, you know? Right. Um, it, it, it's weird, I mean, I. Especially in the climate we're in now, I think it is not good to remind ourselves that this is something that's been going on forever, but is something that should be talked about. I mean, from the beginning of our country, pretty much, like, we've had interference with our justice system. Yeah. You know, if this is a real conspiracy and they were hanged just so they get a dang house so they didn't have to pay out for the land, like, that should be talked about, you know? Right. So, yeah. Flynn agrees. He does. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a wild story. I mean, I, I can't, decide how I feel about it. Okay. Like, 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 I can't decide, like, if I'm, like, like, if I'm intrigued or I'm, like, let down because I'm, like, because I'm, like, I thought we were about to talk about this lady being some crazy serial killer. Right. And then it turns out the entire city of Charleston is just a bunch of buttheads. <laughs> and they lied. And they did, and they marked off of her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I almost felt bad for a little bit, Dion. Right, if I was, like, her ghost, I would haunt the shit out of them. Like, I mean, I... She I, does. She does. I, I mean, I, I would not... I can get into that quick ghost story, but I I'll wait for child dinners for that. I would not let anybody in that city rest unless they knew that I was angry about the fact that you were profiting off of fake news. Um, about <laughs> right, me. fake news. Um, so much fake news. But it, it's it's just, it's weird. I mean, I, it's, it's definitely... A, yeah, I keep saying it. It's a wild case. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it is that you find in there, that's the actual like crime of the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, whew. <laughs>
tell you because this is. But I wanted I wanted to hear your reaction as I told the story of the legend, the truth, and the conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I. I can see why you wanted to keep that one a secret because <laughs> I would have been like, why? <laughs> I would have been like, what is our uh, angle here? <laughs> I don't have an angle. Yeah, uh, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting one for sure. My angle is why are we lying. There's so many good stories about Charleston and actual things that happened right. in Charleston that taking Lavinia. I mean, it's so interesting that she was the first female hung in Charleston. That's scary enough, you know. Yeah. I the first time that I watched a ghost tour in Charleston, it was with Tribe and I's, and it was just us three and the person who was giving the tour and one other couple, like with one couple, and he was really cool and talked about it, but he was like, hey, Lavinia was something we talked about for a very long time, and he's a history teacher at the elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm mad at him, because I was so, like, I, I I've been on enough ghost tours now where, like, and you now have, too, where you right. there's good and there's bad, you know? And I loved him, and I thought he was great, and I was so excited. I'm mad at you, sir. You're <laughs> not telling history as it should be she told. She wants her money back. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I like the other part. And I'm, but now I feel like I need to research everything I've ever heard on ghost tours because now I don't trust people. Right, yeah. I mean, like, it, <laughs> I love how just, bef- like, the you know episode before we were giving a ringing endorsement of ghost tours. Um, and, now and, now, and now we're like, uh, question your ghost stories. Um, uh, apparently just in Charleston right this minute. Right, apparently. I mean, it, it's, it, yeah, I, uh, the theatrics of the story are, are better when you give it, you know, the angle of she was a serial killer. Or, yeah. Or, or she was this, like, mischievous person when, in fact, she probably was just, like, a normal person back in that day. Right, and I don't think... John was as dumb as like the stories make him sound like a blooming idiot. Yeah, like well, it, like intentionally. I mean, no, yeah. like it, the, when they tell these stories, they're like the poor dumb husband. I mean, he really was just like this old farmer boy who just didn't have very many IQ cells, and she was the, the conniving one who came up with this whole plan, and she got him hanged. But then when you look at it, there's nothing saying that he was like that. They owned a business together, and they were running a relatively successful business, and, you know, there wasn't really any evidence to show that he, like, wasn't intelligent, you know? Like, yeah. but, but from the ghost stories, it's like, oh, you can't blame him. Poor pitiful him. Right. He's missing a few screws up there. Right, yeah. Got, I mean, got, that's... got him with Lavinia, but they didn't kill anybody. So. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure people say that about you because I'm crazy. Like, why, why, <laughs> why are you in there where the screws go? No. Uh, that's, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's possible he was that dumb. I mean. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I just feel like now that I've been lied to about Lavinia, I want to give John the benefit of the doubt, too. Like, right. I'm sure he was a nice, like, they were young. They were, like, 20, 29-ish. Like, oh, they were, really? yeah, they were in their 20s. So, like, I'm sure he was a nice young man, like, just trying, just trying to live life. Yes. With his, with his wife. He got caught up in a conspiracy for their land. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, our dog is uh, currently um, on me. Uh, he is 
51 pounds. Really and excited uh, to be uh, listening this week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very possible that he was that dumb, but who knows? No. Well, only. So am I allowed to do research again on other I cases? mean, of course you are. <laughs> allowed to do research. I was just like that. That one just was a dude. It's, it's a relatively quick case. Yeah. I just I thought it was <laughs> interesting enough mm-hmm. to to bring up and ask you guys because the ghost thing things made me think about Lavinia, and it, it, then I thought I was actually researching a real case, and then I'm very disappointed that I did right. not come up with <laughs> what happened. Now, I will give you this angle, too, just before we leave, just to kind of toy with your emotions one more time. People went missing in Charleston all the time. And the reason being is it was, it's, Charleston has so much, so many places to hide bodies Mm -hmm. that if they were serial killers, I don't doubt that they didn't find bodies because they could have just thrown them in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's something that happens in port cities a lot. Right. I mean, that especially, like, back then, um, I mean... Oh, here's a gruesome fact about Charleston. Oh. At one point, one of the governors decided he will have no more pirates stealing his... Stealing the booty in, in the ports. You're just mad because I stole the dad joke before you. Um, and he was mad about it, so he put a pirate on a stick and hung him in the middle of the thing. So when the boats would come by, they'd just see the rotting corpse nice. from a pirate that, you know, wasn't yeah. so great. Right. So that's Charleston for you. I love Charleston. Oh, I have yeah, went there I mean, many a time, and I would love to go back. But their history is real dark. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, I mean, yeah, it's an interesting city for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's just it's funny, like, to me, like, you, you, I mean, I feel bad you were researching and hoping that it was going to be, like, this, this, like, serial killer. That's why it was so quick, too, because then I got mad, because I really didn't care. Like, if it's a conspiracy theory, whatever, you know, that's bad, but at the same time, I'm just so mad that, I mean, I'm so glad that 30 men or so didn't die at the hands of Levinia and Oleander Key, but... Right. I would have been more interested in that. I think you would have been more interested in that. Listeners would have been more interested now if there were 30 bodies I could talk about. There's just not. So, yeah. but hey, so still now, an interesting story. Right. So now when you go to Charleston and you take a ghost tour and you talk about Lavinia, you can call them out on the crap. Be like, you know, liar, and then see what happens. And tell us what happens when you call them a liar. <laughs> right. I want to see that. Actually, don't do that because people go missing in Charleston still. Yeah. People go missing everywhere. Oh, no, they, they blame it on um, ghosty places, like an island in Charleston that you're not allowed to go in after dark, and you have to have a special license to go on, because so many ghostly encounters happen, and people, like, get mutilated on. Charleston is crazy, guys. Any of our UK listeners especially, like, I would love to hear what you have to say about Charleston. Yeah. Or, like, if you guys have a place very similar to Charleston... I'm sure, I'm sure most countries do. I'm sure they do, yeah, I mean. UK, I'd be really interested to hear about. Right. Other places, too. I just, I feel like they would understand for some reason. For sure, yeah. I almost bond with UK, and I think it's because we have a lot of listeners in UK right now. Yeah. (laughs) So, I just, I feel like I need to shout you guys out. Right. Ask. Yeah. Well, I'm losing my voice, so. Yeah, um, 
Well, that 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 was a uh, that concludes this episode of. <laughs> that 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 case is definitely interesting. Uh, so uh, I know it's, it definitely wasn't exactly a case that you would have expected it. Surprise! At first, um, but uh, yeah. I'll give you a real true crime one for my next one, and I'm sure you'll give a real true crime true crime one for Friday. Yes. Yeah, we gotta um, look into that. Uh, we've already had some ideas thrown at us from some listeners, and uh, yeah. we're excited about those ones. Um, but uh, yeah, once again, like we said last time, just kind of throw out any ones that you uh, that you want us to uh, do. Yeah. So just give us any ones that you want us to. Want us to do, um, yeah. especially you know. Maybe we'll do a UK. I know I, that's what I was thinking. I'm kind of feeling a UK one here. Yeah. Because um, there's definitely I definitely hear a lot about uh, uh, murders in the UK. Yeah. And or at least like serial murders over there. Yeah. Yeah. I I might have one. Okay. So uh, we'll talk off recording. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, but if you guys have any, uh, you know, give us a, give us a holler. Yeah. Uh, you know, send us a email at podcast.case.close. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram at podcastcaseclose. Case close. Uh, once again, thank you guys for all the listens. Uh, yes. keep being awesome. Keep listening and, uh. Keep it awesome. Yeah, keep it awesome. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Trader who stopped at the charges were for a sexual. In what year? All information presented in this podcast will be cited in the show notes. Music for Case Close composed by Catastrophic Jones. Editing by Olivia McDonald. Case Close is produced by Sean and Olivia McDonald.